Hello and welcome into the Luke Winstall Show. I'm your host, Luke Winstall. Thank you all for tuning in. Today I've got a great show coming for you. I talked with Oni Omoila, former Oakland Raider, former Iowa State football graduate. Oni has a very interesting story. He's an avid video gamer. He's bounced around the NFL a little bit, playing on practice squads. Played a couple of years with the Oakland Raiders, where he's most well-known. But one thing that I thought was interesting was that he also played in the AAF, the Alliance of American Football, an off-season league that was built to provide football to fans in the off-season, let some players that weren't in the NFL show off their skills. Oni participated there. He told his story of what it was like and how the league ended, how he found out that the AAF was collapsing, that it wasn't going to make it through the first full season. But now he also looks forward for Oni. He's trying to get back into the NFL, and part of that road back to the league might involve him playing in another off-season football league, the reintroduction of the XFL that will be coming in 2020. We discussed that as well. I think it's an interesting show. He's got a great story to tell on the AAF, so stay tuned. But now we'll go ahead and get to the interview. Oni, I wanted to ask you, I know you've played in the NFL, you've played in the Alliance of American Football. I know football isn't the only game you play. I know you're a pretty big video game guy. So what games do you like to play? So the main game I usually play is League of Legends, just because it's, it's just a game that all, a lot of my friends from college played. So it's the ones that I can, friends I made from like over the years, it's easy, I can just pick up, hit up, hit up my friends with teams on, just ask them to play. I also like playing Apex a lot, even though I'm really bad at shooters on usually. Then like, I like, I like like strategy games that let you like think like, Civilization or Fire Emblem or stuff like that. Since I have, like I said, I have really bad fingers, so not needing to be an expert shot or anything. So those are kinds of games I play, yeah. I wanted to ask you one thing in terms of esports that's been in the news a lot was the Fortnite tournament where the winner got $3 million. I've heard some mixed opinions on tournaments like that. I was wondering what you think about the esports world and how it's really been coming up in the past few years. It's just it's just supply and demand, really. It's just, a lot of people are watching it, and a lot of and the more eyeballs you have, and the more people will be willing to see people at a professional or want to be professional level play, and that's going to lead to huge prize pots like that. My mom was actually nagging me about why I couldn't do that for how, many, <laughs> for how much games I play. But yeah, I think I think it's something that's it's something that. Maybe older people who didn't grow up when video games were just such a standard part of our culture were and are like a gas that you can make that money just playing them. But I mean, at the same time, people didn't always think sports were going to be this multi-billion dollar industry. So times change, and I think I think it's a, I think it's a good I think it's a good thing that video games are something. That, that are growing this big because unlike sports or something, there's not quite as much as a physical bar for esports. Well, that, that's not control with you because there's definitely, I'm not just a mental side, but also from like a dexterity side, that definitely is true. But from at a basic level, anyone can just pick up and play a video game. So I'm glad that it's exploding on the scene like it is now. Well, playing in the NFL and being a fan of esports and video games. Do you play Madden? Are you in Madden? I was my rookie year. I know, I know, because usually, usually, PSR guys won't be on the Madden, but during preseason, you might be 
I, I know it was on my rookie year, but yeah, I usually don't play sports games because I play games. I mean, sports enough in real life and playing games that would be overkill. So yeah. Well, I know when the ratings come out, a lot of times players are either really happy or really unhappy. Did you care about your rating? Was that something that you I were happy? I, 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 I'm pretty sure I was like one of the single worst. So I, I didn't really care. I was just happy to be on it in general. <laughs> so what's been your favorite moment or your favorite memory thus far since you've played in the NFL? Single favorite? Uh, man, that's a, tough, that's a tough question. Actually, I have to think about that. Let's see. Probably the two, the two that, the two that come to mind is the first one would be when I was with the Raiders, and it was it was when it was when we played on um, the Broncos Saturday. I mean Sunday night, and we actually we, we took it to them pretty bad, and that was like the game that really like put us that put us on the map that put us on the map that you. That had to be that you had to look out for. I remember, I remember that being an extremely fun time. And then the other one, when I when I got that call from my agent, um, I was so I was getting ready to. I just finished doing a mini camp with the AAF, and then on my flight back to Dallas, my agent had been like spam calling me. Because the Cowboys had wanted to give me, offer me a piece of spot towards the end of the year, and I mean, I grew up a Cowboys fan, so it was a dream come true signing with them, even if it was only for about five, six weeks. And it was, it was uh, just being able to be with them when they won the NFC East, win a playoff game. It was a really fun time in my life. So, out of those are probably the two singular moments I have to pin down as my favorites. It's being a pro, being a professional football player. And you've played with some really good offensive lines in your career, some that were considered top three or top two in the league, like Oakland and, and Dallas. Oh, yeah, absolutely. But what did you learn from playing with guys like that, playing with all pros and playing with lines that were so good? Um, it's, there's, it, it's, it was nice because those guys are great and just – so many different ways. You have guys who are just complete athletic freaks like uh, Kalechi of Simile. Yeah, you have guys who are just pure physical freaks who I don't know how they can do the things they do. And then you have guys who are technicians like Zach Martin or like Zach Martin who just you look at their you look at them if you're like looking at them like a spreadsheet you wouldn't think oh this guy's pretty standard but then you see them in action and you're just blown away at what they can do. I mean, being able to take in, just, just observe how they work day in and day out and try to pick up on their habits and simulate them for yourself, it was really helpful in terms of developing myself as a player. So I was really blessed to be able to experience being teammates with those guys. And I've read that you're a Nigerian prince, is that correct? <laughs> yes, but it's really not that it's really honestly it's not that big of a deal there's so many in that region and ultimately it really means nothing considering the nation as a whole is a republic but just in all the times more trouble times it was i guess a big deal back then i was gonna ask how did you find out what was that like my dad would my dad would repeatedly tell me growing up it's not like it was a secret to me i mean i tried not to 
I tried not to bring it up to my friends, but I guess it slipped out one time when my friends were over, and it kind of spread through my entire school. So, but yeah, it was, but yeah, it's true, but it's not the big of a deal to me. And have you been to Nigeria before? I actually haven't, I, because I've, I've usually been the summers. I've usually been too busy with football. Although I have been to Africa, I went um, junior year of going into junior year of high school for it was around when the World Cup was happening. South Africa, although it wasn't specifically for that, it was for an ambassador program, and yeah, that was it was a pretty fun trip. I, I, it was a fun two weeks while we were down there. I got to see a bunch of safaris, Cape Town, Johannesburg, and I remember the food being really good there too. So, but yeah, I've been to Africa, but I haven't quite been to Nigeria. Although obviously, I hope to change that down the line. I know you have a good bit of experience in the NFL, and I wanted to ask you about your time in an off-season startup league called the Alliance of American Football, or the AAF. So first off, what was the process like to get to play in that league? Did you get drafted or signed? How did that work for you? So my agent had told me about it after shortly after I had gotten released from the Bengals, and I figured, why not sign up as a, as like a as like a fallback? Because obviously, I wanted to still play in the NFL, but there's no guarantees when it comes to this business. So you gotta make sure you have a fallback plan. And I mean, it ended up working out fine. I um, so because it, it, it was nice because a lot of the guys were in just similar situations as me. They're just guys who are maybe they're undrafted, didn't get too much of a chance to get a good too many opportunities to show what they can do. They're stuck behind what, like the situation that I was in. I was stuck behind multiple all pro guys, like pretty consistently in, in high quality lines. So maybe they never really got the chance to show what they can do and kind of fell through the cracks. And the league was another opportunity for them to show what they can do. And even though the league may have shut down because of financial stuff that wasn't really under my control, you saw hell. 50, 55 guys from that league got signed to preseason rosters. So, obviously, the intended goal of the league was to showcase these guys, and I believe that's one thing it did right. I was wondering, what's the biggest way you think you benefited from your time in the league now, a few months later, as you look back on it? I still still think just the fact that I was able to showcase what I can do Despite, because instead of, because obviously I was with the Cowboys towards the end of the year, but I didn't really have any chance to put out film. I was on a T-Squad, and T-Squad guys aren't really up. So being able to actually play in that league in actual live games was something that I really hadn't had the opportunity to do outside of preseason. And ultimately, preseason games are meaningless outside of evaluating talent. So being able to do that was refreshing. That's something I hadn't really been able to do since college. So it was refreshing and let me know that I can still do this when when it's not getting time. Well, there were several interesting rule changes in the AAF, several things that they experimented with. So I'm going to ask you about three of them. I'll ask, do you like it and do you want to see it in the NFL? All right. The first one is the Sky Judge, the ninth official from the press box who could instantly correct any obvious officiating errors. Would you like to see that in the NFL? I could, but it's it's here's the thing. There's just there's always there's almost always going to be subjective element 
to to refereeing and things like that. And even and like you saw last year with the Saints and the Rams, like people will flub even the most obvious cases. But then when you get to the really close ones, it's just I, I think it just comes from a point of frustration. But it's it's something that's always going to exist and. Even if you do add that, that's just another layer of subjectivity that gets done in the game. So I wouldn't be totally against it, and I can see where it would definitely help in maybe more of the more flagrant cases, but at the same time, there's also pace of play stuff over it, because if we're doing that all the time, then the game slows to a crawl, and obviously the league has issues with that as well. The games in the AAF started without kickoffs, for player safety reasons. Do you like that? Do you agree with that? I, I can see, I can see why since a lot of injuries do happen to social teams at the same time, I don't feel comfortable because there are a lot of guys who make a living off special teams, like off kickoff return. I mean, there's still punt and punt return, but still you're shaving off half when you shave off half the equation, all of a sudden you're not quite as demanding it's not quite as big of a demand for excellent special teams play, whereas a lot of guys can make a living off of that. So I understand it from a safety perspective, but I feel like there's a line that has to be drawn at some point where you just have to accept football at its core is a very violent game. I do appreciate that player safety is finally starting to be taken seriously compared to the older days, but there is also a word that we might be taking it too far. And I think completely eliminating kickoffs may may be a point where it might be taken too far in my eyes. Because then you're really affecting guys' livelihoods with that. For me, I remember when I first started watching football was Devin Hester's rookie year. That was a big deal, seeing all those returns everywhere, the kickoff return touchdowns and everything he was doing. And there have been several guys in the league since, and I just feel like it wouldn't be right to take that element of the game away. You have guys guys who are probably going to be Hall of Famers who probably who wouldn't be able to do that anymore if you completely eliminate. So, I mean, they can take precautions to make. Like, one rule change they made recently is that you don't get running starts. Like, stuff like that, I mean, stuff like that you can do that doesn't ultimately, like, change the soul of what, of what special teams are. But I think completely eliminating is probably a step too far. Well, the third rule change I wanted to ask you about I think especially is relevant to you as an offensive lineman. What did you think about the limited pass rush where on defense, no more than five players can rush on passing plays. No defensive player can rush from a position of two or more yards outside the widest offensive lineman and more than five yards from the line of scrimmage. I'm not going to, I have a lovely relationship with this because it made making my calls as a center so easy, but at the same time, it's just, it's too easy. It's just, it, it robs a lot of agency from the defense potentially to not being so limited in the ways you can blitz and still front. And it really takes a lot. It, it it lowers the it lowers the mental ceiling of the game way too low. And I think that that robs what kind of makes the game. Great. I didn't complain about it much while the league was in because I mean that's that's something above my pay grade, so I try not to worry about stuff like that. But just like as a player. I mean, I like how it made it easier for me mentally, but at the same time, if I ever hope to play in the NFL again, that's a big that's a big crutch that I'd rather not have to lie back on and rather know I can mentally do everything that's needed of me. 
from the position of a center without 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 having the experience of having done it before. So that's what I, that's how I feel about that. Well, the AAF did have some fairly creative things, some interesting things, and some fun to watch games. But the ending obviously was pretty bitter for most everybody involved. How did it end for you, and how did you find out that the league was dissolving or suspending operations? So, so I, I, um, so the last game that we actually played, I actually suffered a concussion. It was against the Apollos, and I, I, I've been in my, I've been, I've been veteran for about two days. The only time I'd leave was to go see the doctors, and then on the third day. I just finished the checkup and I got a text from one of my friends saying the league was shutting down. And I wasn't sure what was going on, so I went back to our facility near Memphis, near Memphis University where I'm staying at a old liberal arts building. And they had just broken meetings explaining what had happened, how the league had the league had suspended operations. And then we got a text later that night, later that day, saying that um we had to leave by tomorrow morning since we wouldn't be able to cover our housing. And it was really sudden. Uh, I've already, I've already asked before. It was, it was rough because I had to drive back because Dallas is home for me and I had to drive back from up to Dallas. Wow. Which is seven and a half hours. And I was still only a couple of days removed for concussion. So that probably wasn't an ideal thing, but I didn't really have much of a choice. So... It, it was it was a bad situation for all of us. I put it on what four months ago, but yeah, yeah, it, it was a bad way for it for it to all end. Even though I did have a lot of good memories of playing in the league at the time and the guys I met there. Well, how will you remember the AAF through the good and the bad? So it it, it it was just another opportunity. In the end of the day, it was just another opportunity to play pro football and to keep doing this compared to what I could be doing. Could be doing an entry level journalism job. I'll take doing this any day of the week, no matter how, no matter how frustrating it might get. As long as I keep being offered opportunities, I'll keep taking it. The XFL is going to begin. It's another league similar to the Alliance for fans that may not know. Do you think that league could be successful? I know they have a lot of a lot more concrete financial backing behind the McMahons, and I'd actually I was actually invited to the showcase to the, one of their summer showcases, the one in St. Louis recently, which was the last one. And I know this week they said they're starting to announce invitations for players to be put in the draft pool. So hopefully they like what they saw for me and I get extended an invitation because I would gladly accept otherwise. But yeah, I do think there's room for a spring league for some of these guys, some of these guys who slip through the crack to show what they can do. What do you think that the XFL could learn from the Alliance's failure? Hmm. Because all I mean, a lot of it was stuff that I think the, on I think on the field the alliance had the right idea with its product. I think a lot of the issues were stuff that was behind the scenes and and financially related. And like I already said, from because 
Nextall apparently already has TV deals linked with many major networks, so it looks like they're a lot more financially solvent. So, I mean, ideally, hopefully, that would be able to solve a lot of those issues. But in terms of on-field product, I think a lot of things in the lines that they can learn by covering by by maybe not one-to-one mimicking, but taking from what they did on the field. Do you think that as a player who still has the goal of playing in the NFL and has played in the NFL, do you think you could play in the XFL and then turn around and play in the NFL? Could your body, do you think, withstand the damage, or for lack of a better word, that you would take there? Yeah, I mean, luckily... I mean, luckily, since I've been off for so long since I have good, I think I could. But I mean, for a lot of guys who are just bouncing around open for opportunities, if I think they'd be willing to take that that uh, workload on their body if it meant they were employed. I mean, it probably in the long run isn't ideal for us, but I mean, that's just what it takes if you really want to if you really want to keep doing this. It's just, I mean, it's it's rough, but it's just really even if it's not deal awesome that's all the questions i had for you thank you so much for joining me on the show all right you're welcome thank you again to oni for joining me here on the luke winstall show i appreciate you all tuning in please be sure to follow the show on social media at luke winstall show thank you so much for your support and i'll see you in a couple of weeks with another show